Welcome to Ancient Roots, Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntomisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome back. I'm really excited to be on this journey with you uh, and invite you to share this podcast, Ancient Roots, Modern Paths, with a friend. Share it with a friend maybe who's interested uh, in learning more about the Ifa Arisha tradition, or maybe there's a friend that you want to sit and have dialogue about some of the some of the ideas and some of the concepts that I share. But either way, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe so that you're able to get the most updated podcast. Uh, right now, we're doing these uh, twice a week, uh, so I'm excited to do that. Uh, it's it's really a thrill to be able to uh, think about the topics and think about particularly topics that I wish I would have had a better understanding around as I was coming through the tradition, as I was you know was trying to find my way in the tradition. Really, uh, it took a long, long time to get to the place that I am now. Um, I'm I'm grateful, uh, and I hope that what this podcast will do is to really share with you um, information that can help you, uh, you know, move your journey along maybe, maybe a bit faster. Or if you've had some challenges, which is not uncommon, that you're able to get kind of get clarified and get back on track. Because uh, it's really important. You know, if you have a love for this tradition, if you are someone who is reconnecting with your ancestral roots in any way, this tradition is really a wonderful and powerful place to get connected to and to start to learn and grow in. So I do hope that uh, I do hope that it is that is serving and is, is beneficial to you. So today I want to talk about um, what Orisha guides you. So what is the Orisha? Sometimes we say what Orisha has your head and that just essentially means um, you know what Orisha is the the primary guide for for your life. And, and so I'm going to get into that a bit today, uh, just to share a little bit about, you know, what, what Orisha is, is giving you guidance. Now, some really important pieces here to know. Number one, as I've said in the last couple of episodes, your Ori, which is the inner spirit, um, the way you access it or connect with it, it one way is to hold your head um, just above your ears, um, clap, you know, put your one hand over the just over your left ear, let the fingers curl around over the top of your head. Same with the other hand, so your fingertips almost touch at the top of your head. Uh, and then you you will pray or talk to your ori. Um, so it's first first and foremost, it's important for everyone to know and understand that your ori is your very first orisha. It is your orisha. It is your Orisha to connect with. It is your Orisha to cultivate a relationship, a deeper you know, way to listen to your inner spirit. So that's your first Orisha, your Ori. The second thing that's really important to know is that 
nothing happens without the the consent of your ori. So, you know, for example, if you're not connected to your ori and you're like, ori, I want a house, ori, I want, you know, a new car, ori, I need a promotion at work, ori, I, I want to have long life, all of these things. If you are setting up these prayers, but you're not connected in this tradition, if you're not connected to your ori, and in fact, the, the more I study Ori, the more I understand the power of the consciousness, the conscience and conscious and the subconscious as it pertains to Ori and as it pertains to developing, developing in our lives and moving forward in our lives. So nothing happens without the consent of your Ori, which is even more the reason why it's important to connect with your Ori and really understand and have that, that, that connection. Now, the t- next two things I'm going to share with you really blew my mind when I recently learned them. So, your ori selects your life path odu, which I'll talk about that more. But in for all of us, when we come into the tradition and if we are initiated uh, to uh, any aspect of the tradition we get an Odu Ifa, specifically an Odu Ifa, which is a, uh, it's basically sacred texts, a sacred text that comes from a Babalao or Ianifa um, performing divination on our behalf to find out what is this person who's this spiritual being who's having a human experience, what is their destiny? What are the things that they're supposed to do while they're here on this planet or in this marketplace, as we'll say. And so... It's very important to know that whatever your Odu is, it was selected by your Ori, which when I, when I learned that, it was so profound to me because not only does your Ori select the, 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 the Odu, which gives you kind of, it gives you an insight into what you're here to do, where you, where you need to develop, where you need to grow, what you're here to impact, how you're here to impact. The other part of that is that it was your ori that selected the orisha um, to be able to work with you on this journey. So I will tell you that that when I that super blew my mind because it reaffirmed to me how important it is for us to grow that connection to our ori. To not ignore it. And for many years when I was first coming through this tradition, everyone focused on two, two other areas, ancestors and Orisha. And some people would only focus on Orisha at the exclusion of ancestors. But very few people, and this is in the 90s, were talking about Ori. But the more I understand about Ori, the more I am 100% convinced that if you if we, to include myself, because I still have work to do on this, if we are not connecting to our ori, if we are not venerating our ori, if we are not propitiating our ori, if we are not doing prayers to our ori, morning, in the morning, and in the evening, if we are not developing that relationship so we can hear what ori has to say to us, um, the things that we desire won't happen. Or, yeah, they won't happen. And so uh, to know that Ori also selected the Odu, which means that when you go for Ifa divination, and particularly the divination that will give you your life path, that will tell you the things you're here to do, you will typically also in that divination, you will also learn who your, uh, who your guiding Orisha is or your head Orisha is. 
And so once you have that information, you have a, you have a lot to work with in terms of creating balance in your life, creating the direction in your life. So a couple of things about, about the Orisha that guide you. Um, and I think I've spoken about this in another podcast, but the first thing that I want you to really understand and know, a person cannot look at you and tell you what, what Orisha guides your life. That is a big no-no. And so if you're encountering people who claim that they are trained and studied, et cetera, and they're telling you that they, they can just look at you and know you're a child of Ogun, or they can look at you and they know that you must be a child of the issue, that is not accurate. And don't fall for the flim-flam because it's not accurate. The way that you find out who your guiding Orisha is, is on the mat through divination by a competent Yanifa or Babalawo, period. Full stop, no other way. Um, and so it's important for you, again, if you've been told, you know, by someone who, you know, was was like, oh yeah, I can tell your Orisha is Alshun. And Alshun is, I think, a very mis- represented orisha here in the diaspora uh and it has it from from my lens it has a lot more to do with sensuality sexuality um and one's desire to either tap into it or to be it um, but that's those are not accurate oshun is a warrior <laughs> some aspects of her energy are warrior energies but i digress so the first thing is please 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 take from this uh, no one can look at you. You cannot read a book and decide, believe that you're a particular Orisha because the stories about that Orisha and how they lived and how they did were so strongly appealing to you. You cannot then just declare yourself a particular Orisha. It just doesn't work like that. Um, it is done through divination uh, to, to, dis to discover what your your head Orisha or otherwise sometimes known as your crown Orisha to know what that Orisha is. Um, and so when you're, so what's the purpose of like, once I know what Orisha guides me, so in my case, um, so here's, let me, let me give you an example of, of what I mean by this. So as a young child and going into my early adulthood, I was a very fierce fighter. <laughs> um, I was a kind of rough and tumble, um, definitely a tomboy. I built things, I shot guns, I, you know, I, I, I did a lot of um, very, um, I would say, I was drawn to, let me put it this way, I was very much drawn to war. I was very much drawn to um, militaristic things. So I did ultimately join the United States Marine Corps and serve for 10 years. And at, but let me tell you what I really wanted to do. And this is as a young as a young child. I really wanted to be a mercenary. I used to read books about war. All many I knew many of the famous battles of of uh, of the um, of the times. I would read. There used to be a magazine called Mercenary Magazine. I used to read it. So this is contract killers, basically. And I'm sharing this with you for a very important reason, not so you think I'm kind of wacky. Um, but my whole orientation was tough. My exterior, very tough, very, uh, I wouldn't say like aggressive, like I didn't go seek fights, but I was very willing 
to fight. Um, you know, had a, a real strong outdoorsy kind of uh, survivalist focus. And I wasn't being raised like that. That's kind of the spirit of energy that I had. So fast forward years later, I'm, I think I'm still in the Marine Corps, but um, uh, I sat on a mat. I had six Baba Lao who, um, who cast um, and told me that my guiding Orisha was Obatala. Now, if you know about Obatala, Obatala is king of the white cloth. Obatala is the oldest Orisha. Obatala is focused on wisdom and tranquility and peace and wearing white. So white is a sign of purity, of elevation, of expansion, of spiritual connection, all that stuff, right? So the person that I explained to you earlier Someone who, if I was reading a book, I would, be, I would have been, I might have said something like, oh, I definitely am an Ogun child. I am Ogun's child. I am, Ogun guides my head because I'm this fierce warrior energy. I was very, very fierce warrior energy. I didn't take no stuff, let me tell you. And in the Marine Corps, I was exceptional at what I did. But that was actually not my, that energy was not the energy of, what my spirit really is and what my spirit is here to do. And so Obatala is my crown Orisha. And so this is an example of why it's important for us not to self-decide what we think we are uh, or have people who walk by us and go, oh, you must be a child of Shango because you, you know, you're about this virility and sexuality and sensuality and, or you must be a child of Eshu because, you know, you're always sort of running around and getting into stuff. No, 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 no. Um, so by understanding who your Orisha really is, it gives you guidance to do a few things. First, it helps you begin to discover who you are at your, at your essence, not the circumstances that you've been in, not what people have told you you are based on your circumstances, but you really begin to discover your true essence, which again, remember, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And in this marketplace, lots is available to us. And it's very important for us to cultivate the, the attributes and aspects of the Orisha that are guiding us. And so the first is knowing who you are, uh, what Orisha guides you. It gives you an opportunity to start to self-discover yourself. The second is, is that knowing what Orisha guides you is about your personal growth. I kind of alluded to that a second ago. Your, our personal growth and development. So as someone who was very fierce and warrior-like, when I was told that Obatala was my guiding Orisha, and I started to read about Obatala and find out about Obatala. I was like, what? There is no way. But the more I began to connect with the energy of Obatala, you know, the peace and tranquility of Obatala, things began to open up and get clearer for me because I was now aligning with what my true essence was. It could be that where I grew up in the desert, the kinds of environment I was in at the time, activated that warrior aspect, that protector, that defender aspect in me. But the reality was, is that I really had um, a level of a high, like a level of consciousness, wisdom, spiritual wisdom. That is really aspects of my essence 
through Obatala that I continue to develop and cultivate. Um, the, so the, the self-discovering yourself, that is one aspect of understanding what Orisha guides you. The other is, is that by cultivating your connection with that Orisha, cultivating the connection to where you can hear that Orisha give you guidance, where that Orisha, where you can, you know, your intuition may be saying, oh, I need to do this and not that. That is where the Orisha will guide you, where the Orisha is also protecting you, and where where as you exemplify more and more attributes and characteristics of that Orisha, it will help you really get aligned to your path, aligned to your destiny, so that you're you're doing the things that you need to do to stay aligned. And so it's again, you know, when we're thinking about what Orisha guides us, again, I think that there's some, you know, misconceptions. You cannot read about the Orisha in a book and then decide that's the Orisha for you. You cannot self-initiate yourself to an Orisha um, just because you like the attributes of that Orisha, you think they're cool. That doesn't work like that. You go through formal initiation, um, where the where that where where that connection to that orisha is formally established. Um, you uh, someone someone can't just look at you and say, oh, even even because there are some babalao at Yanifa, listen, that are not competent, and they tell crazy things to people um, sometimes in a predatory way. And I'll just call it because it's important for people to call this out. So there are, um, there are people who will try to take advantage. Um, sometimes male babalaos will try to take advantage of young women or women. Um, and let me tell you, there is no one. I mean, the most, maybe the most gifted babalaos who are in Nigeria, babalaos in Yanifa, who have levels of connection that would take us, you know, years to develop. Perhaps they may have a, a greater sense but divination is the tool that we all use in order to determine who's uh, crown, you know, what the crown Orisha is. So that's just important to know and understand. Um, so hopefully this is helpful for you to, as you're going through your journey and you're wondering, well, what Orisha guides me? It is best to, uh, to contact uh, a Ienifa, uh, like myself, or a Babalao, and uh, who understands the process to be able to identify uh, what your what your crown Orisha is, and then start that journey. But it is done through divination, so to find that out. Um, it's great to read about all the Orisha, to study different Orisha, because the more you know and understand about the tradition, it's perfect. But that's the one really important thing, um, is that it is found through divination. So hopefully this was helpful, gives you some enlightenment around what Orisha guides you uh, and the process by which you'll get there. So have a wonderful, wonderful day. Odabo. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.